0: Hi, Sarah. Hi, Holly. How are you?
1: I'm pretty good. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm excited because we have a letter to read from a listener. So That is really
1: exciting.
0: I know. (laughs) Um, And it's a good one, too. So this is from, so you know how we ask a question for each episode, like at the end. And Mm -hmm. this one is um, from the Fatal Attraction episode. So that one we asked if you had ever had an affair Um, and like with who, what was it like? And so this person responded and and it's pretty good. So I'm going to read this one. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, dear Sarah and Holly, I'm enjoying your show and having some of my own childhood memories listening about the movies. Mm -hmm. I know it's nice. It's what we want. (laughs) Um, I just listened to fatal attraction and thought I would write in with a confession. I had an affair some years ago. Mm. Mm -hmm. I've been with the same man since high school. We were okay together, but the sex was meh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Um, Anyways, I started hanging out in this used bookstore because it was quiet and I like reading. It was like a maze in there. Sometimes I'd be sitting in my favorite chair and feel like someone was watching me. I'd look up, but no one would be there. After a few weeks, I started to feel a little freaked, but for some reason, I kept going. I mean, I know why I kept going. I was wishing it would be N. Uh, Just the initial, because they don't want to. It's just an initial N, the letter N. Um, And I guess it's someone who worked there sometimes. Um, I wasn't admitting that he had anything to do with why I loved going there. One day, I finally saw him watching me, and to my excitement, it was in which is what she was hoping Mm -hmm. (laughs) um Mm. i don't know what came over me but we ended up having sex a lot in various places in the bookstore in the bookstore (laughs) in the bookstore (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's a used bookstore maybe it wasn't very busy Mm. and it was like a maze so Mm. i guess they found like a quiet little corner
1: like cubbies
0: (laughs) yeah i'm picturing yeah like a little cubby um and finally in my apartment so it did escalate Mm. to Mm -hmm. going to their apartment um we didn't really talk just a lot of sex but one day i made the mistake of taking my boyfriend to a restaurant by the bookstore of course Mm. he wanted to go in the bookstore and just like a bad movie and was standing right there (laughs) Uh, that must have been tense um he didn't say a word. It went on for a while as usual, but I also began to notice that little things were missing around my apartment.
1: Like the affair?
0: Yeah. Um the affair went on for a while, I guess. Mm. Um so like her boyfriend came into the bookstore and and was there, but mm-hmm. n- like they didn't get busted. So then they just kept it going. Okay, okay. That's what it sounds like. Oh, it was like close call. It was like a close call. Oh. Yeah. I guess they kept going to her apartment because they were they weren't doing it in the bookstore anymore. They were doing it in her apartment. And then she started noticing that photos of herself as a child, like things like that, favorite books and um stuff like that went missing. And she said, God, that was creepy. And I knew it was N, but I never said anything. So but she knew it was him, but then did she keep having the affair with him, or I wonder. Jesus. I mean, I don't know Ew. if the sex Ew. before Ew. was just Ew. meh,
1: oh, and this was sex really what's good.
0: Going on <laughs> no. I don't know. It must have been good. Um then Bobby Bear, my stuffed elephant, went missing. Oh, which is like bear. it's kind of messed up already <laughs> that you have an a bear, an elephant named Bear. And that you're old enough to be having an affair, but you still have like stuffed animals. <laughs> So or I guess our cherished stuffed <laughs> animal went missing and sh- then she called it quits. Like that was the mm. last straw. <laughs> um, it was starting to get spooky with him showing up places when I was with my boyfriend. Ew.
1: No, 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 no.
0: Yeah. That's creepy. No, no. Um, eventually the bookstore closed and, and moved. And then I never saw him again.
1: Oh my God! That... But was
0: he seeing her? Maybe you he never oh. saw him, but he saw you. <laughs> <Come on>. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says, "I lucked oh. out all things considered."
1: Jesus, yeah.
0: Uh huh. It could have gotten really messy. Definitely. Um, my boyfriend never found out, and we broke up five years later. Whoa! I know they stayed together for a long time afterwards. I
1: don't their sex got better.
0: I'm sure it didn't. I mean maybe she like took things that she learned from N yeah. and tried to like suggest yeah. them to her boyfriend.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then he was probably like, "Where did you learn this from?"
1: Yeah. He was like, actually, you know what? That's a that's a sign of cheating.
0: New sex moves."
1: Yeah. When yeah. it's like out of the blue. Right. And it's like something's different. Mhm. Yeah.
0: I mean, obviously, if that was the only clue, don't pay attention
1: to what I just said. But like, (laughs) if there's other clues, too.
0: Like lots of relationships are ending tonight after listening to (laughs) this.
1: We destroy lives every night. Yeah.
0: Maybe she was just reading sex books all the time in the used Mm -hmm. bookstore and that's where she picked up the new moves. Right. She says, I never told anyone, not even any of my friends. Whoa. That's a big secret to keep forever.
1: Wow. I'm glad you got that off your test.
0: Yeah. Yeah, whoever you are, I hope you feel better having it out there. Um, she says she still feels guilty about it, but she also takes it as a warning that creepy shit can happen when you have an affair, especially with a virtual stranger. But yes, the sex. <laughs> Yours truly, Anon. <laughs> So it sounds like she still thinks it was worth it because of the sex. So it must have
1: been good. Um, Well, I I also just want to say to your listener, things that you did in your, like, teenagers, early 20s, you can kind of cut yourself some slack for. Mm -hmm. Unless, of course, she's, like, a chronic cheater and she left that part out and she's like, (laughs) I just (laughs) always feel guilty because I'm constantly cheating. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't get that
0: impression. <laughs> no, it doesn't seem like it. I think you should cut yourself slack too. You've been like monogamous since you were 15, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I still don't think it's good to be like cheating, but if you need to go sample some different activities and ways of life, then do it while you're young and in your 20s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not when you have children
0: <laughs> yeah not when you have children and you're like already married like they weren't married at least yeah. you know Yeah, so that's good
1: yeah all things considered that was like a story where things could have kept going really terribly wrong and they kept not going terribly wrong they mm-hmm. just went a little sideways that's like gentle cautionary tale
0: <laughs> yeah i wonder what he did with her stuffed teddy bear yeah Ew, I wonder if Ugh. he still sleeps at it at night. At night? <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. Why would you take that?
1: Oh, Oof. I don't oh, know. Man.
0: Yeah, dude, what if he has like a shrine, like an <laughs> altar with like her child, her childhood photo, and her stuffed animal?
1: Yeah, I, I maybe mean, if I were you, dear listener, I would um do some kind of like cord cutting ceremony to cut any cords to that missing stuff I mean I know it's like years and years later but
0: still, mm-hmm.
1: like that's like really intimate private possessions so it's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know that is and- super creepy
0: it is that was a like, good one
1: there must have been like a lot of uh excitement in the danger of getting caught there.
0: yeah doing it in the bookstore
1: mm-hmm which I get that I get you know
0: yeah. I understand
1: like you've done it like in the library haven't yes. you yes well I didn't have sex in the library but oh. I no well, no I've never had sex in the oh no, sorry. no no I was I went, escalating it I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't go all the way
0: okay. <laughs> all right no judgment
1: <laughs> no <laughs> I just don't have the nerves for that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, um, you might be wondering what we're doing here now on this little episode. And we thought it would be fun to read a letter or two. And we have a mystery to solve concerning an educated mouse. Since we were talking about Pretty in Pink Mm -hmm. and its alternate ending, I thought, we could also talk about the original ending to Fatal Attraction. So I'm really excited. Would you like to hear about this mouse? I would. Okay. Before I begin, I'd like to say that I could find almost no information on <laughs> Send the Mouse to College. But I scoured the internet. Mm-hmm. And this is what I found. There was a clipping from the vedette. On the 23rd of April in
0: 1971.
1: Ooh. This is an Illinois State University college newspaper. So the campaign started off honestly on campuses. Okay. Initially, Send a Mouse to College was on college campuses. And you gave a quarter and two pennies. And it paid for one white mouse. And I also found a picture of from the newspaper mm-hmm. um, with a picture of some students with, like, Send a Mouse to College signs. So there, this was a very honest campaign at the start. However, by 1984, Send a Mouse to College had spread to the children with a smear campaign of lies and propaganda. <laughs> yeah. Patricia K. Klute... From Allentown, Pennsylvania, had this to say on a sunny day in April 1984. Once again, as in past years, my children have brought home from school little envelopes from the American Cancer Society requesting funds to send a mouse to college. Once again, I have told my children no, on the grounds that the advertising slogan is a lie. It leads young children to believe that they are doing something nice for little fuzzy creatures when, in fact, what happens to mice at college is torture. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I have mixed feelings about the use of laboratory animals in medical research. In my own mind, I allow it because I haven't been able to come up with a better idea. But I have no mixed feelings about lying to children about it for fundraising purposes. I say no to the American Cancer Society, no matter how worthy its goals, when it stoops to betraying the trust of children. I urge the American Cancer Society to rethink its campaign strategy and come up with an appeal that honors, not abuses, the kinds of noble instincts that want to do something nice for living creatures. Man, she's passionate. She's very passionate. And well-spoken. Miss Patricia
0: K. Clute of
1: Allentown, Pennsylvania.
0: I love it. That's a cool 80s mom.
1: I know, that's what I thought. It's really good. The internet is curiously absent on the explanation of how the campaign came to represent such betrayal to children in the 80s. One clue I found... Comes from an obscure blog post by a person named Doug in <laughs> two thousand eight. Doug. This person claims that he had been in conversation with a woman who goes by the name of Karen Rouse. Miss Rouse was a spokesperson for the American Cancer Society.
0: Rouse mouse.
1: I know. <laughs> this is one of my suspicions about Doug. Miss Rouse commented that while there were plenty of letters from children brokenheartedly protesting the treatment of Sudmouse no organized protest ever surfaced so the american cancer society was like well let's keep doing it
0: mm-hmm.
1: by the late 80s the american cancer society shifted to a new focus mainly embarking on awareness campaigns for children to let them know how scary it is outside in the sun oh Okay, so kids, don't go outside because the sun will kill you, and don't go outside because a stranger will kidnap you, rape you, dismember Mm -hmm. you, and then you'll listen to it on My Favorite Murder five years Uh from now. Oh
0: Oh my God.
1: (laughs) this is what we tell kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ms. Rouse was quoted as saying, today, childhood cancer is considered 99% treatable. However, she could not account for the actual amount of funds raised by the send a mouse to college campaign.
0: Hmm. That's all I got. So it is. I think that they've done like a good job of trying to erase the memories of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Because it's pretty controversial.
1: Hmm.
0: Um. I don't know. I wonder how many people know about it. Like, was it nationwide? Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, there were other uh, little comments here and there but it was like an obscure blog post that just said like hey does anybody remember sending a mouse to college <laughs> that was fucked up yeah that was like the extent of it so
0: exactly you know. yeah that mom from allentown was exactly right mm-hmm. like as a child i thought i was like trading in my chocolate milk money to take a cute little mouse and send it on some like adventure to college I don't really think I thought about like, what is it doing at college? But I was, they made it seem like it was something fun and the mouse looked happy and he was wearing like a college sweater. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to do this. I like mice. And then really, they were, yeah, they were completely misleading us. And it's like, why are you targeting children? You that know. is fucked up. Can't you just do like a normal fundraiser? Who came up with this idea?
1: Well, I've looked, I could not find any documentation yeah of now granted i only looked i will i looked at the first three google pages Uh,
0: that's pretty deep if you go three pages deep (laughs) i think that's extensive research
1: people don't don't go past one
0: (laughs) no so kudos (laughs) yeah who started this i do you feel like it was a man or like a i feel like i don't know I don't know. Someone really messed up.
1: Yeah. I I feel like if there's anybody out there listening to this that knows any more information about Sunday Mouse College
0: mm-hmm. and
1: how it got started, uh, please let us know.
0: When did it end? So do you have the length that? It just said late 80s, early yeah.
1: 90s. Like By mm-hmm. the late 80s, they were just trying to get kids to not go outside.
0: Right. Let's shift our focus.
1: Kids, don't go outside, but also don't stay inside and eat <laughs> all those cookies and get fat, even though all you see on TV are cookies that make you fat.
0: Yeah. And I skinny mean, people in every movie. Mm-hmm. What are we to do? Mm-hmm. And I everybody guess- was tan then, too. <laughs> so it's like so many mixed messages. Oh, you're right. God. God
1: it was like really popular
0: oh yeah uh being in the sun isn't safe so I need to go to the tanning salon (laughs) to get a safe tan (laughs) I mean I'm not gonna lie I did go tanning sometimes Mm -hmm. I think I did like in high school before like a dance or something I would Mm -hmm. go a few times Mm mm-hmm just get my tan on make my gown pop you know Mm -hmm. and then in college I would go sometimes but then eventually I learned like what am I doing yeah and even then like when I did go tanning I would wear sunscreen which people (laughs) think is crazy (laughs) but I'm telling you like you can still tan with sunscreen on so I'm like (laughs) When I say it out loud, it does sound crazy, but I did still tan and it was a safer tan. And I would put like a cloth over my face because mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to wrinkle my face. No, no. But when you're tan, it's like your teeth look so wide and it does just, I do feel like I look better when I'm tan, but I gave it up. Good. But it, yeah, it still exists, which is crazy to think about. If you're going to tan, wear sunscreen, people. That's yeah. my... PSA. You will. You'll still tan. <laughs> you still tan. I agree. I know. It's science. Um, <laughs> so take what did that you to the bank? <laughs> what did I think of the ending?
1: Mm-hmm. What did you think of the ending of Fatal Attraction?
0: Yeah. So first of all, I didn't know there was one until you told me about it. And like that alone blew my mind. <laughs> um and then watching it, it was so underwhelming. I was just like. No wonder the audience hated it. Especially after seeing the ending they went with. Like the original ending just seems so boring and dull yeah. and Do you not satisfying. It? So, I mean, the version that I saw was just like the eight minutes long or so, the link that you shared to me. And mm-hmm. it starts out with, so after um, Dan and his wife and little, Ellen, my favorite, uh, were moved into <laughs> their new beautiful country home and they were outside like raking leaves and it was all like gray and gloomy, northeastern looking winter and fall. And they're raking leaves for a long time. And I was like, this is going on for a long, long time. time. This is boring. <laughs> <It's> so long. <laughs> yeah, too long. <laughs> and then suddenly like you see police cars coming up the drive and then you see like these three trench coated Um, detectives, I guess, coming and walking slowly towards them. And I feel like that took a long time, too. Mm It was just also boring. (laughs) Really long. Yeah. Then Dan's like, oh, they probably just want to ask me some more questions. Hold on. So I guess, you know, we don't know exactly what happened, but I guess he had talked to them already. And after in the original movie, I guess it was after he and Alex had the confrontation at her apartment Mm -hmm. with the knife and stuff. Right. Yes. Yes. So he's like, oh, they probably just have a few more questions. And then they're like, Dan, um, can you come talk to us? Mm-hmm. And we need to ask you about Alex. And he's like, what'd she do now? What'd she say? And they're like, she's not really talking. She's dead. And he's like, what? And then they said, you know, she's dead. And he was like, oh, she killed herself. Like, she's tried to kill herself before. And they're like. Well, in my experience, if a woman wants to kill herself, she doesn't slash her own throat with a nine inch kitchen knife. And then Dan was like, oh, my God. And so they're like, we need you to come with us. So Mm -hmm. um, Alex had basically framed Dan for her murder, like we talked about before, like Gone Girl kind of style. Mm -hmm. Um, So then it's like, oh, boy, he's in trouble because he had handled the knife during their altercation so his fingerprints were on it and the police were like well all we need you to do to prove that you're innocent is to get your fingerprints and he's like shit i'm mm-hmm. screwed so then they take him away in the car and then his wife is like what's going on <laughs> and he's like just call the boy or i'll tell you later um so at this point i couldn't remember like I don't know what happened in between. And it's like, did the wife know by then that he had had an affair? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then so she's like, I'll help you. I want to go with you. And he's like, call the lawyer. And then she goes inside and like frantically finds the lawyer's number, but he doesn't answer. But while she's looking around, she finds the tape that Alex had made for Mm -hmm. Dan, where she's like describing... Basically, the relationship, it starts out all loving, and then she becomes violent and calls them all these terrible names. And then the wife plays the part where she says, Dan, I don't know what I'll do without you. I can't live without you. I'm going to do something bad. This time I'll cut deeper. And then she's like, I can't live without you. I'll kill myself. So then the wife is like, yes, gold, gold mine. This is proof. And so she takes the tape and runs and she's like, Ellen, come on. We've got to go save daddy. <laughs> and like, that's the ending. And it's like, yeah. okay, so just because this woman said she would kill herself on tape, like that doesn't mean that he's innocent. It's not going to like win the case for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It wasn't good. It wasn't so, good
1: way. So do you, so you agree that the, that like the ending they have now is yes better. the huge
0: dramatic murder ending yeah is way better. Okay. But like if I had never seen the ending that they went with, maybe the other one wouldn't bother me so much.
1: Well, it would like have been a different. It would have been a different movie.
0: Yeah, it'd be totally different.
1: You know, Glenn Close got into a fight over with Michael Douglas over the ending, the new oh, ending okay. when they were told to reshoot. Mm -hmm. Because she was not happy about any
0: of it. So she preferred the original where she slits her throat and frames him for murder? Uh
1: (laughs) Because she thought that the original script Mm -hmm. portrayed her as a more sympathetic character. Yeah. But I don't think killing yourself and framing somebody for it. I don't have sympathy for that I don't see how the original ending would have given us more sympathy for Alex like I actually feel like I have more sympathy for Alex with the new ending the ending they went with
0: Mm -hmm. oh you agree yeah I do I think framing someone else for your murder, yeah, it's that, hard to find sympathy with that. It's like you're ruining his life, his wife's life, his mm-hmm. daughter's life, you know? Now
1: now his daughter thinks that daddy is a murderer?
0: Yeah. Ellen like, shouldn't be dragged into this.
1: No. whenever the pest audiences saw the film with the original ending, Ned Cannon one of the studio executives reported back to Adrian Lynn. They want us to terminate the bitch with extreme prejudice. That's a direct quote. Like that was the level of um, malice that people had towards Alex. And I almost wonder if it's because she framed a guy for her own murder.
0: Yeah. That might've made them more angry and wanting (laughs) more violence as an alternate. (laughs) 'Cause before, I mean, I don't really feel like she didn't do anything that was worthy of like murdering her. Uh or like wanting the audience wanting her to be like, you know, terminated, but that would do it. I mean, definitely like taking his daughter for the day and things like that. Um, like basically kidnapping his daughter. That would make you angry, but mm-hmm. nothing to the level of where she should be murdered for it.
1: Archer and Archer. Yeah. Uh, she burst into tears when she found out about the new ending. Why? So she. Well, I, m- maybe it was because she was going to murder somebody. Like she has mm-hmm. to like murder. That's like a really dramatic scene compared to running and being like, "Let's save Daddy." It's like now <laughs> you have to shoot someone that like shoots up out of a bathtub. Yeah, and just like <laughs> it's a totally horrifying scene, you know. Um, and then uh, Michael Douglas was cool with it. Glenn Close asked him after they got into their, they like got into a screaming match. She said, How do you, how would you feel if they did this to your character? You know? And uh, he said, Babe, I'm a whore. Michael Douglas said, <laughs> what? He said, I'm a whore. I don't care. Oh my God. <laughs> they paid me. I'll do what they say. Oh, that's what he means. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I think he read my name is Asher Lev. Here's something real fucked up. And Adrian Lyne, the director, um I have issues with. He also directed Flashdance. Uh, oh, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. Finally, Glenn Close agrees,
0: mm-hmm.
1: probably because she's under contract. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the scene now is that the new scene is that alex is going to get shot by beth ann archer's character after dan drowns her and you think she's dead and then she pops up and then you know she gets shot so here's what adrian Lyon did it took 50 fucking takes Of Glenn Close getting her head dumped, dunked in a bathtub. They had to do 50 takes. Really, Adrienne Lynn? You really had to do 50 takes?
0: Yeah, that seems spiteful.
1: Yeah.
0: That's (laughs) terrible. She could have gotten, like, brain damage from you know oxygen depletion Mm -hmm. holding your breath for that long that many times that's terrible yeah man you know all the juicy details
1: yeah i've been investigating
0: (laughs) yeah i definitely like the new ending better
1: yeah um also i just wanted to say that uh well sarah yeah. What did you th- What did you think about our first? What do you want to call our our uh, money episodes? What do you think?
0: I don't know okay. tidbits. Condolering <laughs> <laughs> tidbits. Condolering <Tidulating> tidbits. <laughs> um, I don't know.
1: Okay. Well, we'll come up with. Well, something. Let's think about it. Yeah. And if you have any ideas on what we should name our new many episodes, let us know. Um, Okay. Well. See you next Tuesday. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.